Welcome to another episode of Signal Fire Radio. Our guest today is Matt Quick, a certified digital network professional, retired sergeant major of the Army, and overall good dude. We are going to talk about the power of a digital network. Do not go anywhere. Signal Fire Radio is coming right up. Yeah, Matthew. What's up, buddy? Welcome to another episode of Signal Fire Radio, a show about ambitious leadership for ambitious leaders, where each and every day we set out to conquer the villain of self-doubt by having encouraging conversations designed to feed the mind, strengthen the body, enrich the soul, and grow the tribe. If you can hear that in the background, we have a very special guest host today. His name is Sam Gonzalez, son of the intern Paige. Sam, how you doing, buddy? Say something? Oh, now no. he wants to be now, quiet. Now he wants to be quiet. Okay. That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. What's up, Paige? How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. It's great to have the intern, the intern of all interns here again. The one and only. And you are sporting a very stylish t-shirt. I am. Yeah. Do you I want am. to tell the folks at home what that t-shirt is? Yeah. It's probably one of the best t-shirts ever made. And I think everyone should probably get one. It's... uh. It's the easy e- hippie. It's the easy hippie. The easy hippie yeah. tie dye t shirt. Which, if this is your first time joining us on Signal Fire Radio, there's a great story and fantastic meaning behind the easy hippie t shirt. I engage uh, quite frequently on social media. I give my opinions, and none of them are controversial. Hardly any of them are controversial. We'll talk to uh, our guest Matt Quick, who who is like, uh, if I'm Matt, what would you say? If I'm if I'm Luke Skywalker, uh, he would be Yoda. Or is he even above Yoda on LinkedIn? I didn't know if there was something above Yoda. I, I don't Yoda think there is. I think Yoda, Yoda is, is the top of the mountain. Well, anyways, it, it, all Star, Star Wars star, stories aside, I put a post out there. I said the first and most important thing that you need to do when experiencing a significant life change, such as getting out of the military, you need to take a month, a week, two weeks, a year, whatever is practical for you to chill out and to find yourself. Well, one dude did not like that opinion at all. And things got a little bit personal in the direct messages. And he was like, hey, easy hippie. And I don't know why that made me laugh so much, but it did. And because it totally fits me, right, Matt? Like people would describe me as a hippie. I would not associate the military with you, seeing you on the street and not knowing you. So if you saw me except walk, your physique, yeah, except my my physique, um, jacked and tan, as uh, as Evan likes to say, he's just being nice though. Yeah. And it's really the t-shirts. It's the t-shirts, the Signifier t-shirts that will make you look more jacked and tan. Um, so, anyways, scientifically proven. Scientifically proven. Uh, so, anyways, I made a t-shirt that says "Easy Hippie" on it, um, and we are donating one hundred percent of the profits of that t-shirt to Suiting Warriors, which is a nonprofit that is dedicated to providing the men and women of the United States military and their spouses with free professional attire as they transition out. You want to learn more about Suiting Warriors, head over to suitingwarriors.org. You want to support them by buying a t-shirt, head over to signalfire.media. So Matt, I think we've talked about this before. Actually, you know what? If Baby Gonzo is going to let mom talk... We should ask mom how we came to know her. 
because you and I have already shared the story about how we came to know each other. Oh, but I'm not a part of the story about how Paige came in. That was all you. Well, it, you know, point... But it's, it's still 100% valid and important. Okay. So. Okay. Paige. Yes. How, why is it that, that we know each other? Well, luckily, we just bought a house, and with Rob, we needed insurance. And through LinkedIn, my husband did a lot of research and found Rob. And after that, um, we... That was me. After we knew my parking meter. <laughs> Boo. It threw me off. It threw me off. <laughs> but anyway, back to it. As I was saying, um, basically, we met Rob through LinkedIn, and through that, we just kind of, my husband and Rob talked, and they talked about me, and then Rob reached out to me, and then about how I am in marketing, and I wanted to get some type of experience, and through all all that, I met Rob. Here you are, and here I am, and here you are, the intern of Signal Fire Media. So Matt, Ray Gonzalez, her husband, Marine, getting ready to deploy. Um, he reaches out to me on LinkedIn because he sees me posting all the time. I didn't know I didn't know Ray, um, and a lot of people will poo-poo, if you will, uh, connecting with people that you don't know. I do not think that that is a wise approach, obviously, because had I not connected with Ray and Ray not reached out to me, we would not have our fantastic intern page. And so one of the things I want to talk about with Matt, a man who has tens of thousands of connections on LinkedIn. No, no, Not no. you, Matt. Not you, Matt. Oh, oh. Or guess Matt quick. Sorry. No, <laughs> we know. We, Shh, we don't need you validating. Yeah. We know. We absolutely know that you are, are. Have you even cleared 500 connections on LinkedIn? I, I think I'm at 1,200. 1,200? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a start. The first 1,000 is the hardest part. But, but Matt has tens of thousands. I mean, dude is uh, just, again, he's Yoda. Um, I want to ask him is it important to make quality connections or to just make connections? Because I think both. And, and the three people that I'm looking at in the room, I didn't know any one of you before I started connecting with people on LinkedIn. And each and every one of you has made a monumental improvement in my life. Matt, you and I have become like, what? We're in the besties category. I'm in, I made it to the besties category? <laughs> Stop. For those, no. of you, for those of you that don't know, Matt, Matt has tiers of friendships. If you're a bestie, you're in a tier. If you're a good buddy, you're a tier beneath that. If you're yeah, an acquaintance, oy. yeah, bestie is tier one. If okay. we're talking tactical, tier one. But J sock. <laughs> um, no, but you bring up a great point because talking about our vision behind Signal Fire and what it means to us and we want it, what we want it to mean to the community. Um, and I've shared this with you, but the year, year and a half, year or so before I met you. I had gotten to kind of like a turning point in my life as an individual and really needing to focus on, on me, kind of like what we talk about all the time at Signal Fire. Um, and I got a mentor through a, a trusted friend at church that I've known for a long time, and it's his father-in-law. Anyways, I start meeting with him once a month. And then probably six months before you and I met, um, one of the biggest things we were talking about was I have these friends that I would put in authority over me, you know, some of them through my church group, some of them through, the, you know, the Marine Corps. And a lot of them had a vision for their family, for their relationship with their spouse. And I didn't know what that meant. And right when I started this, uh, this mentorship uh, and friendship with Reed, 
um, we, we identified this is going to be one of our, our key objectives is to identify, you know, help you grow the vision for your future, for your family, for your relationship and for you as an individual. And one of the things that I shared with him that I felt was a big hurdle was, or one of the biggest hurdles was bringing in somebody new, somebody different. Um, anyways, fast forward like six months. No, he is fine. We got Sam here just being happy with mommy. And he's so cute. He's the cutest. <laughs> no, but uh, a couple months after you and I met Rob, and we're pushing, a, we're almost a year now, I was having lunch with Reed, and it was just like an epiphany. I was like, and I have no doubt, and we'll get all hyper-spiritual. Do it. But I have no doubt that God brought you, you, into my life. And just as I talked through my perspective on how I got connected with Rob and how that instantly ignited and started growing. Um, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you yeah. and I'm, I'm not blowing smoke and I've shared it with you a little bit, but I, I have no doubt that God, my God with a capital G brought us together. Just came in like a blonde angel bad out of de- hell delivered me right in front of you in your LinkedIn on your LinkedIn timeline. Oh, sweet child of mine. <laughs> Oh, man, I love it. I love it. Well, I'm really excited. We're going to take a break here real quick. I'm really excited to talk to Matt Quick, Matt Mylot, um, because I don't know. He probably has stock in LinkedIn. I don't know if he invented the platform, but I do think a lot of the successes that I have had in my personal life are because of Matt. Because every Friday, Matt posts something called – it's about finances. He posts things about finances – and military transition, and as a retired sergeant major, um, he's you know he's been really focused on military transition, and his leadership got me to start thinking about okay, I have a place here, and and he would post about you know uh, this these are the financial steps that I've taken, some things to think about, and I just started engaging with him. I just started commenting on it, and then and then he was like, hey, you want to get a call together? And I was like, yeah, I'll get a call together. And we talked for like fifteen minutes, and. And now not only is he a friend, he's a client, but he's also the chairman of the board for Suiting Warriors. Like, and he supports absolutely everything that we do, and I him. So, um, so he's your Rob Renz. He's my Rob Renz in yeah. some way. Yeah. In, in some way. Saying Rob Renz. Yeah. 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 So I guess uh, because Evan's not here to defend himself, he hates social media, right? I do too. Yeah, I know you do. Really hard to say, man, that we hate it that much because we got a lot, a lot of thanking to do. As you, I got so, you. That's all yeah, I need. <laughs> I'll let you do the rest of the li- proliferation. All right, all right. Well, yeah, you can be quiet. We'll talk to Matt quick about it. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take a real quick break right here on Signal Fire Radio. Welcome back to Signal Fire Radio, ladies and gentlemen. If there's anybody in the room that is qualified to represent the LBC, it is our guest, Matt Quick. Matt, you got more titles than one man could ever rattle off in uh, a 30-second podcast. Why don't you tell people who you are and what it is that you do? A lot of titles. Go ahead. You're good. Go ahead, man. That was hey. my bad. I'm, I'm new on the trigger back here. Hey, so I've got a lot of titles only because uh, my wife allows me to work so hard because, uh, listen, I love working, whether it's for any – just – Soldiers, spouses, everybody. So, so I joined the Marine Corps some time ago because I wasn't the, the best kid growing up. I needed a good foundation. So then I got 
into the Marine Corps. I realized this is tougher than I wanted to do. <laughs> so then I came to the Army. So that was a great career so far. So 25 total years in the military, and uh, I loved almost every minute of it. Uh, but now, and I worked for tension in the military, so I kept people in. So when I transitioned out, I'm like, I'm going to help people transition out. Now I'm going to encourage it. Well, the pandemic starts. I'm like, hey, slow down. I'll encourage you in about a year and a half. But I do encourage them, and we really help people get out and transition successfully. And that's a term that, you know, meaningful employment, successful, that's a term that it's individually based on, on someone's individualities. But I realized that I needed a job eventually, but I didn't want to do a resume. So I networked with people. I went through a, uh, a mastering LinkedIn class through Michael Quinn, the USO Pathfinders. I went through that class. I'm like, you know, I had a LinkedIn profile for the last five years. I'm like, whatever, it's social media. Well, going through that class really helped me understand what LinkedIn was, how powerful LinkedIn was. So I said, I'm going to get on LinkedIn and, and make a name for myself. So I did. And that, that's all it was. So here we are today hopefully making a name for myself, but more importantly, making an impact, a positive impact for so many other people. Uh, there's absolutely no doubt that you've made a positive impact for other people. So just how long ago was it that you decided uh, that after you went through this course that you were going to be the man that you are on LinkedIn now? So I went Well, in the... real life. I shouldn't say in LinkedIn. <laughs> in real life, you're this man. I, I've been a nobody for so many years. I wanted to be a somebody finally. <laughs> <laughs> after that 21-year vacation. No, it's Army. funny. Uh, I created, I created the Army website in 2003 because the Army didn't have one. So I created a retention website. And I thought that if I, if I cared this much for so many people by investing my time, let's, let's, let's do it on the way out too. So I went to the class and a mentor said, hey, get your ass on LinkedIn. Go to this class. Meet Mike Quinn. And, um, and that was, that was uh, June of 2008. And that's when I actually got on LinkedIn and was more active. And that was probably October then of, of 2018. So I've only been on LinkedIn for about two and a half years actively. So anyone can do, if you're consistent, if you have a positive message, anyone can be the next Matt Quick. And I really hate saying that because you mentioned earlier Yoda and Obi-Wan. Hey, I'm like Darth Vader. If, I, if I'm <laughs> out there working out, I'm breathing heavy. <laughs> <laughs> so two, two and a half years. Uh, that you've really been committed to it. How has it changed your life? Dramatically. Okay. So what it comes down to is I've never gotten or earned a job through a resume. The two jobs I've had post-military are with higher military, and that was a two-and-a-half-year gig. And I still work with higher military. And then... My current role is Director of Operations for the Digital Networking Professional Program, DNPP. So I didn't want to do a resume, and I still don't want to do a resume. But I have one just in case I have to have one. I have one now. But there has always been an argument where what's more important, a resume or networking? So we came up with a – we solved the problem. The problem was what's more important. So Mike Quinn and a team of, of people came up with a plan – to develop a program that really teaches people digital networking. And, and people hate social media. They, they, they don't want it because of Facebook, all that stuff. But this is digital media. It's different. 
Um, it's a professional platform. So I wouldn't be anywhere I am today right now without LinkedIn. So I don't get paid by LinkedIn. I don't own stock yet, but I think I'm going to have to put in the work. Eventually, they'll just give it to you as like an employee, you know, as part of the compensation package. I'm going to hope so. Yeah. My wife would love that. Yeah. So, Matt, my lot. I got a question for you, dude. Send it. Send it. So, if, if I didn't call it social media anymore, and I just called it digital media, would you be more inclined to participate with that? No. And, and let's be clear, because I fully support business development and growing your network on LinkedIn. Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff, I will never, ever have an interest in doing. Dude, you're such a hit on How IG. How about TikTok? <laughs> Matt, no. his TikTok game is unbelievable. I got a 13-year-old daughter. I know how to do <laughs> Okay, then you're on, you're, on, you're on social media, then you're good. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's not on TikTok, trust me. We, we love our daughter, and we care about her future. <laughs> um, no, I fully support LinkedIn. I fully support growing our business, our network, and supporting others through that, but Everything else outside of that, I never want anything to do. Um, reason, I felt like I was doing good for a while since we started Signal Fire, but as you know, my full time, my daytime job at the university has inundated me with just, you know, screen time to death. A lot death. of Zoom calls. Yeah. So um, it's sickening to see all these this my feed popping up on my phone, and it's just like. I, I don't have the capacity to do this right I now. I want to go play with my friends on LinkedIn. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to give you access to my profile, and right, you're just going to run it. If you get off of all the other Facebooks and, and Twitter and, and off your phone, if you get on LinkedIn, you can create a brand. Anyone can create a brand that's either professional or personal that can showcase who they are. And when it comes to you know, making the right connections, and Rob mentioned earlier about um, you know, growing your network beyond the people you know. That is so important because you don't know who you're going to know. And like me and Rob met on, on LinkedIn, and it, it, was, it was fun because we had a conversation. And he's a Marine. I'm a Marine. Um, he's mortuary affairs. I was personnel. So not real Marines, basically, but, but we're all riflemen. <laughs> yeah. So it still Please. counts. We tried. My time we in the tried. Middle East, we're all, we all got our finger on the trigger, and we're all wearing the same crap. <laughs> Show me your war face. That's right. So we, we meet the people that we're supposed to meet. And, um, and you know, just a couple of years ago, I met Rob, and, uh, and Rob is now my insurance person. He's my go-to person, so I will always give him a shout-out for that. He's not that great at it, but uh, he's a good guy, though. No, but he's like a good neighbor, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah. No, listen, I, I always say if you can't be good at it, good, be a good trier because, you know, if you try really hard, much like we're doing on this show. <laughs> we're trying. We're trying. We're really, really trying. And eventually, if you try hard enough, maybe you'll get good at something. That's true. So yeah. the time we spend on LinkedIn, if you engage more often, you'll, you'll become a, a professional on LinkedIn. We're working on my lot. I mean, it, it's, it, we, had him, we had him posting you know, about the show for like two, two and a half weeks. And, and, and Matt, you actually just, Matt, my lot, you just took a digital fast recently, right? Because you just got to a point where it was a little bit too cluttery. It, it, clutter is not the right word. Okay. I mean, it was just like, I felt like if somebody did not reach down to the ocean floor and grab my hand. I was not coming back up. Um, no, it's just gotten really intense. And I knew this going into it when you started the conversation with me almost a year ago. I mean, it, it's very intimidating for me knowing that so much of like our culture for the business is ingrained in social media, which I'm so stoked about. But at the same time, it's daunting because 
because of you know my military and law enforcement career, I've I've always stayed away from social media. And now that I could have it, I don't have an interest in it because it just uh, you know I have a tendency to be an anxious person. So I'm super excited, but <clears throat> once I hit the ground running full time with Signal Fire, it it's it'll be a game changer. Well, that is why we have the intern page, though, because eventually she's going to be our chief marketing officer. She is. Chief social media strategist. Really, we're just going to get to do this, and, and hopefully she'll do all the work. Yeah. She clearly is. She's I'm doing already. twice as much as we <laughs> are right now. Her, her, child, her yeah. child, who literally seven minutes ago was like grabbing the mic and pulling her hair, is now zonked, just chilling. Um, it takes talent. It does take talent. So, Mr. Quick, um, how do you then, with what Mylot just talked about, you know, because you, you are the platform, at least in, in, in my world. I see you there every day. And we understand the algorithms have ways of putting things. That Liz, is, Liz is deep in his six. Oh, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, we were out on the boat last weekend and Liz and I were talking about just like just her perspective with LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And I'm fascinated because it's knowledge I don't have, but it's it, it was crazy looking at like her presence and then knowing that Matt is like at such more of a higher stratus. It's yeah. Crazy. And don't ever let that get you down. Uh, th- there is there is like Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, Gary V on LinkedIn. He's got millions of followers. Mike Quinn's got 300,000 uh, followers. I've got 30,000, I think, now. Don't ever compare yourself to anybody else on LinkedIn because each one of us has all this experience. All we have to do is share that experience. And it's really being authentic and consistent. If you're doing that, I'll tell you, people will, will come more often to you and engage with your content, and you'll be known more often. I am not the smartest person in the room. I grew up, um, you know, with a stuttering problem. I grew up with a, a mush mouth. But if I slowed my speech down, it's really controlling what you're doing. Uh, so on LinkedIn, control your message. Put out what you want to be known or seen as. And I'll tell you, it's, you're going to do well. Anybody can. And, and people that, that haven't been on social media or don't like that, um, if you just show some open authenticness, people will fall in love with you. Professionally, of course. Yeah, yeah, well... I'm sure some real relationships have been started. Marriages, I'm sure, have been formed through LinkedIn, too, as well. And I'm sticks sure. have been batted. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Matt Quick, this is... Uh, it, it, I'm sorry to everybody who's listening to this that I have to... I'll just go quick in my life. There's too many mats here. There's too many mats. I'm going to leave. Yeah. All right. <laughs> now, you stay. You're our guest. We could do with a little less my lot in this world. Nah, that hurt me to even say. <laughs> Ouch. I, I don't mean it. I don't I mean it. How do you deal with, uh, with just the constant of, like, how do you balance that? Like, you, you, what, what your position is on social media is, like, I'm here, I'm a resource, I'm a, I'm a shoulder to cry on if necessary. How do you balance that, though, with your real-world responsibilities of being a husband and a father and everything else? Like I mentioned before, I've got a very understanding wife. And if, if I didn't have that, um, I couldn't balance. So we're, we're here right now having an actual weekend in Wilmington because it's our anniversary weekend. So we're going to enjoy that. But for a couple hours, I'm going to talk to you. So she, she understands that. So I, I do owe her some things. But when it comes to 
on LinkedIn, there, there's so many people that hit you up. I get probably 40 to, to 70 messages a day. And if I really want to be honest and, and really helpful, I've got to reach out to every one of those people, whether they con- comment on my content, whether they engage with me on, on messages. I try my best on messages, but I try to put four hours a day on just LinkedIn, whether it's responding to content, responding to messages. And at night, my wife goes to bed, I'll work two more hours and just dedicate that to the profession. So I'm always on LinkedIn, but I try to, it's, it's, gotten, it's gotten to a point where it's harder. I need a staff. I don't have one yet. Uh, so if, if I can maybe pay, borrow a page one time and <laughs> help me out, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, we'll, we'll, listen, we'll talk terms, buddy. <laughs> gotcha. That we'll makes talk, sense. You, well, actually, yeah, we'll come to agreement because if, if we get you to post about you know your experience on the show and how it's the best podcast you've ever been on and the best podcast you've ever listened to. The coldest beer you've ever had in a radio station. Yeah. Now, that is true. So you've already bought my allegiance. Yes, Fantastic. And, and you got to come to beautiful Wilmington on like the best day of the year so far. Yes. Yeah. And, and this is so beautiful down here. It's a, a great building, um, great view. Uh, so if you ever want to come down here and get on Rob's show or Signifier Media, come on down. It's not Rob's show. It's the people's show. It's the people's show. But <laughs> Rob yeah, is- Matt Quick. Yeah, Matt Quick. Yeah, my lot's on it too as well. I love it. All right, we're going to take a real quick break. Don't go anywhere. We're going to continue the conversation of what does it take to be a network powerhouse using the tools that are at your disposal like digital media with our good buddy Matt Quick. Do not go anywhere. We'll be right back in just one minute on Signal Fire Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We called this segment The Initial Descent because... Money. Yeah, you like that? I've been working on that for a couple weeks, and it's the first time I dropped it. Might drop. It felt right. Did you like it? Very much so. I was really worried that you weren't going to like it. No, you're right on point. All right. Belly to earth. Yeah. And then we'll do head down. (laughs) Um, You should go follow us on all of our social media pages because before too long, Matt is going to let us release some of your skydive videos, which you are so extremely proud of. It's a team effort, and I don't have a whole lot of skill in that, but yes. Yeah, it's okay. It's pretty cool, some of the stuff you did. And all to the soundtrack of M83, Midnight City, right? (laughs) Not all of it. (laughs) Not all of it? Some of it was, uh, what was it, Uh, Black? What's the... Dubs, not like chill dub or chill step. Um, chill black, step, yeah, chill the step. one that had the little squirrel as the icon. Not tracking. Black, black mill. Old guy not tracking, as you like to say. The hashtag old guy not tracking sometimes trends whenever we tease you. I know. About- I'm 40. That's what you do. That's okay. I have hair growing from my ears. I got to trim <laughs> on the day. Oh, there's nothing more irritating than a, than a gnarly rogue ear hair. <laughs> yes, there is a nose, gnarly yeah. nose hair. <laughs> a good Remind point. me to get you one for Christmas, a nose trimmer. No, no, no I have one. I have a really oh. good one. I just have to use it for your, daily. For two? Yeah, yeah. It's See, Paige, Paige, and her husband are young enough that they don't have to deal uh, with things like this. They're not hairy. They're we beautiful. Don't. They're supple, <laughs> and like just they young. eat olives twenty four seven. You think that's what their life is like? It's completely like that. Well, it looks like it from the outside. (laughs) You're doing a good job. Thanks. (laughs) Uh, Welcome back to Signal Fire Radio. We have a lot of fun on this show, and we're actually having a ton of fun 
with our guest, Matt Quick, certified digital network professional. Did I get that right, Matt? Networking. But ne oh, it's a gerund. I missed the gerund. Eventually, you got to get it right because it's going to be all over the social media networks, all the stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Is, that, is this where things are headed? Is that yes. if you're going to be anything on social media, you have to be a, a certified digital networking professional? Well, you can go through the class, the training, and get trained on it. But if you really want to impact, let's say, a, a platform professional or a business platform or even recruiters, the CDNP is, is really where it's at. Okay. So tell people what, it, what you went through to get that and why you chose to do it. So um, I went through hell, honestly. No, the course, the course taught me a lot, and I thought that I, I saw, the, I saw the, uh, the opportunity. I saw the exam. I'm like, I could just pass a test. So I was advised not to just go after the test. So I, I went to the training. I went to the test. And I'm more, of a, I'm more of a mobile person, but the test is kind of laptop or desktop heavy. So I, I would have I failed my first attempt. So I didn't. I passed. But really what it teaches you is, is really how to create the professional profile. You can have a resume or you can have a profile, but really make it professional. And on LinkedIn, it's called the all-star status. If you have that status, you're like 40 times more likely to be found on LinkedIn. Then we teach you to how, how to grow your network. Besides just people you know, your friends, your family, your colleagues, we teach you how to go out there, find the right people, connect with them on a, on a real level, send them a note, and then the next step is really engaging with the content. So you have, you have a big following. You have, you have connections, 1,000 connections, 4,000, whatever it is. What are you saying to those people? What kind of value are you adding? So when you, when, you, when you post your information, and I don't, listen, I post every day. And it's, it's hard to come up with topics every day. So don't get overwhelmed. And we teach you that. So have a strategy. Post twice a week. When you get more comfortable, you'll want to post more often. When you get more likes and more reactions, you're going to want to post more often. But have a message. Be positive. Don't be some of those people that just go out of on, online and, and, and bash everybody. Be positive about it. Hey, I have a question. Where, you're, ahead, you're, ahead, you're from, this is totally me because I Here saw something okay. flashy. <laughs> Here Ooh, we go. Chicken. Where are you from? You're from up north, I'm guessing. So I'm from this small town called Poughkeepsie, New York. Um, so I'm a New Yorker. So when I get excited or I get mad, sometimes the, the, the New York comes out of me. So I do say water. I do say dog and more. <laughs> so I say these things. My wife is here with me right now, so I've got to really be on my best behavior. So I'm gonna, today I'm going to say water. My lot. Spell Poughkeepsie. Oh, please try this. Okay. Um, no, I think I know. P-O-U-G-H-K-I-P-S-E-E. -E. You lost it, the I, dude. Yeah, that was a, a good attempt. I've read that before, and I always call it Poff Casita or something <laughs> like that. Under no circumstances would I have said P-O-U-G-H. I only know that because I've seen, I've seen yeah. it. Yeah, that's incredible. How many people are from Poughkeepsie? So I, I think it's probably the seventh largest city in New York. Don't quote me on this because oh, I don't be wow. wrong. But actually, it was, an, it was an episode of Friends. If you're a Friends fan, Poughkeepsie was mentioned in Friends, too. He had a girlfriend there. So, why, why did you, Myla, why did you ask him that question? Why are you taking us this way? Because I want to know if we needed to give a shout-out to his borough or what is it called? 
precinct. Well, well, that's that's, that's at the police stations, but the boroughs, yes. Are you putting them in prison? <laughs> no, I'm a former cop, and I'm like throwing out inappropriate terminology. Well, truth be told, I, I said I wasn't the best kid growing up, so I did have law enforcement. Um, I guess I guess they were friends if you meet them that often. They're friends, right? Yeah, eventually. Yeah. When I was a cop, I had plenty of dirtbag friends. <laughs> I was just like, hey, buddy, got to take you to jail again. All right. <laughs> All right, Mr. Milo, let's go. <laughs> so all-star status. What does it take to be an all-star profile on LinkedIn? So really, it's, it's, it's not that hard, but it takes consistency. And really, it's, it's making sure your profile photo is there, your name is there, your headline is there. Um, you, get, you have to have, uh, I think, 150 connections. That's not very hard. Um, and there's, there's one more thing I'm probably forgetting now, so I'll, I'm, I'm kind of showing my age here. But really, it, it's really posting on LinkedIn and being, I guess it's just being engaged on LinkedIn. And, uh, and really, the all-star status is, is the key to this. Um, and there's, there's five components. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't bring my notes today, and I probably messed that one up. So no, it's th- okay. for those professionals, I'm sorry. I got you here. So you add a current professional profile photo. You present a headline that speaks to hiring managers and recruiters. I'd say if that's your intent, if your intent is to get hired, do that. Oh, yep. If your intent, like, I don't want to get hired by anybody. I do my own thing. Um, so mine is crafted around, like, you know, I just want people to kind of know who I am and what I'm all about. That's why I have aspiring surf bum on there because I don't want to have to work anymore. I like that. Do you? Even, even um, Ariel Lee, she has a great headline. Yeah, with all the unicorns. Yeah, not, not, your, not another boring financial advisor. That gets people's attention. Now, we, we train people to, if you're trying to get a job, you know, put the headline of what you want to work, the job you want. That will help people find you. Um, and it'll be, it'll, you'll be found that way. That's, that's key. But if you're not looking to work, you're fine. Yeah. I don't care. Don't hire me. I get hit up by recruiters all the time. Hey, I saw that you were looking for work. And I'm like, no, I'm really not. I'm hey, so, so quick question just to bring. Sorry, I didn't no, mean to interrupt. No, this is good. Paige, if you're an aspiring something, something that like if I could choose the one thing that generates my income and my and my joy at the same time, what would that be? An aspiring what? Marketing and Rob's. Yeah. Rob's <laughs> <media>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I mean, there could be anything. It's. It's up to you. No, we're I asking mean, Paige Gonzalez. Gosh, you have to give I us a real put, answer. Gosh, I do. Aspiring remote worker who can be a social media expert. That's what me. Because that's something that I have a passion for. But it's all about your passion. It is. It's about right. what you want. But that seriously I mean, is you? Like working oh, yeah. from home? Oh, yeah. That would be like end all. Like that's my goal. Because you got the kids? I have the kids. The kids. <laughs> kids excuse me but yeah that's my kids are my top priority in life and a lot of positions that I've applied for previously before the Marine Corps and then during my two years of transitioning trying to find a job a lot of places don't accommodate for in the marketing world of what I've realized they don't really accommodate for you having kids they want to they want you to work from 10 to 7 and that's not my kind of lifestyle I you know I for me personally I want that so. I think I think COVID changed this now. So it did. most jobs they're seeing can be remote. Oh, for sure. So there's no reason anymore that a, a chief marketing officer can't be remote. Right. Great. You're right. Well done. We are going to build this this company around Paige. Her code name is Apache on our team because <laughs> she sent a text message and it accidentally auto-corrected to Apache or yeah. Matt did. Yeah. Somebody did. Doesn't matter. But but Paige's code name Apache. Um, <laughs> 
So yeah, hundred percent. COVID changed it, but there's going to be a point where, I mean, we're already kind of starting to see it in a lot of different states where we're moving back towards the new normal, and people are going back to work. So well, that's that's a story for another day. Okay, all right, Matt. So number three, Mister Quick. After you present a headline, you complete your summary, show your experience, add education, list skills, secure recommendations. I think that's an important one. I ask people for Google reviews all the time, but I don't ask them for recommendations on LinkedIn. Even the recommendation on LinkedIn, they're not that great, but the skills endorsements, they actually help the person if they're going to find a job on LinkedIn. You may see your, your results come up, um, of, I guess, in a greater capacity. So if you have, let's say, skills about recruiting and you have 15 people that endorse that skill, you're more likely to be found than someone that has less. So the more skills and endorsements you have, um, but the recommendations, yeah, it's good to have those, but I think if you really work on your content, that's really what sells people. Yeah, I think the recommendations blend in a little too much. You know, they it's they like, do. You got, okay, I got 900 recommendations because I'm a good podcaster. Uh, like, what does that really mean? And it's so, it's easy, you know? Wait to get a thousand, though. Ay, I'm trying, man. After you post about it, it's going to happen. We're going to find out. 1,000 likes on LinkedIn, Matt. Guaranteed. <laughs> All right. Last two on how to be an all-star. Share interests, and I think this one is super important. Add volunteer experience. I think that is one of the, the less used component of, of LinkedIn. Like military spouses, for instance, and I'm a, I'm a huge champion of military spouses. They all, they, a lot of them do say, I haven't, I haven't worked or I have an employment gap of five years. Well, what do you volunteer at? Whether it's a school, whether it's FRG, that counts. So you can put it in your volunteer section and you can put it in your, your experience section as a part-time. It doesn't mean it was contract work or full-time, but you can use that. And that really lessens the employment gaps and that that builds the confidence for military spouses to go out there and do that. So, yes, volunteerism and, and you know, me, me and Rob, we, we met on LinkedIn, and, and now we work together with Student Warriors, and it's a great volunteer opportunity to, to really give back to the military community and, and, uh, and law enforcement as well because they're, they're so valuable to the country. So volunteer experience, like you said, Rob, is, is very important and underutilized. You know, it's crazy, dude. Um, I never anticipated this. Um, we had a... An episode earlier with a guy by the name of Ron Holmes. He was an inventor. He set out to, to create something just for himself. Um, and it turned out to be useful in very meaningful ways to a lot of people. When you and I, I think, first hooked up was October 2020 when I had the, for real, we for real hooked up. I think we danced around each other a little bit online, was when I had the Suiting Warriors event in my office. Mm -hmm. And... <clears throat> At that point in my life, in the life cycle of my business, I was a little bit frustrated because I didn't really feel like it was, it was going where I wanted it to. It was only when I really got engaged with suiting warriors and volunteering and just doing the right thing. From October to December, I almost doubled. And, and it's almost like that go-giver mentality or the giver's gain mentality that like when you start doing things for the right reasons, it all comes back to you. Is that, is there anything to that or am I? No, am I no, you're, you're absolutely right. Because, and, and I'll tell you from the, from the outsider looking into a life insurance person, life insurance is about sales. It's about making money. 
and you, you get a bad rap for doing that. But if you can volunteer your time and, and give back to a community that's underserved, that's going to resonate with people. Okay, he's more than just selling life insurance. You're, you're more than that. You're a hippie for one thing, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And I'm going to get a shirt, too, pretty soon and wear that, proudly wear that. Uh, so it shows that you're more than just that person. And people say, you know what? He's more than this. I'm going to reach out to him for education. And that's when you can educate on anything, insurance, finances, everything. So, yes, um, to your point, absolutely. And that was, that was the same approach that you've taken, right? It's just like, here I am. Here's what I'm about. It's, there's no catch. There was probably some people that were skeptical of you, though. I think you were one of my skeptics, right? weren't you, initially? I did. Actually, I did. I was like, uh, how are you making money off of these phone calls? I, I told Rob, I'm not. Yeah. What? Yeah, like literally the, the, the phone went silent for a few minutes, and I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> and and you, you're like, no, I don't do this for money. I don't. The military pays me well in retired life not to work. So I figured the, 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 I can give back because I'm, I'm taking care of for the rest of my life. And that's one of the great things about being retired military. So I, I enjoy this. I will give back my whole life until my wife says stop, which she won't, though. No, she, I'm sure she's very proud of you for what you do. Yeah, 100%. I love it. Uh, Ray Gonzalez, father of Sam and Miles Gonzalez, and husband to Paige Gonzalez, just came in and did the handoff, the baby handoff. So he was asleep for a good 28 minutes, Paige. Is that, is that a usual nap time for... For baby Sam? Yeah, it is. Yeah? Unfortunately. Ray's a lot taller than I thought he was going to be. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty tall. Um, yeah. I don't, he had to duck to get through the doorway. <laughs> um, that's fantastic. We're going uh, to take a real quick break here. We're going to come back. We're going to finish up with Matt quick. We'll probably talk more about Ray. That's fine. Are you cool with that? Yeah, is he cool fine. with that? I can talk about that all day. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Proud wife moment. All right. Don't go anywhere. We are going to take a real quick break. And when we return, we're going to finish up with Matt quick certified digital networking professional and champion of LinkedIn. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on Signal Fire Radio. Matt, my lot. When was the first time you remember hearing 311? Oh, the first time I heard 311? I'm 40 years old and probably my freshman year of high school, so like 93. 394. Yeah, it sounds about right. No, 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 no 94. 94. <laughs> sound system maybe was first? That came out in like 98. So that was like more like my senior so year. Transistor maybe was the first yes. 311 album? Yeah, okay. that, yeah right. that, well, I don't know if it's the first, but that would have been when I started learning about them. But every single time I hear 311, all I think about is snowboarding back in NorCal. Every single song or musical genre you attach to some sort Dude, of extreme sport. That's what don't people. You? Well, not extreme sports, but just a snowboarding. A poignant, extreme, a poignant memory. Yeah, but when I hear three eleven, and when I hear uh, what is it, three eleven, and not System of a Down, um, Zach De La Roca. Oh my God! Oh, uh, Rage Against the Machine. Rage. Yeah. When I hear Rage, three eleven, and Beastie Boys, all I think about is snowboarding, snowboarding, okay. snowboarding, snowboarding. Okay, Matt, uh, Matt, quick. What is what is your hobby, and what music do you associate to it? All right, so I don't have any hobbies per se. I like, uh, I'm, a, I'm a web guy, I'm a nerd. Okay. But um, my wife will hate me for saying this, but I, I love Debbie Gibson. I love, <laughs> I, I love 80s. I love Samantha Fox, all right? Yes. Tiffany. 
I'll be honest. So, so joke me all you want to. I don't care. I, <laughs> Electric Youth. Yeah, I need. Dude, that was the song. Debbie I need Gibson. to know how all that came to be. You, you have to. You have to tell some stories around that. So, I'm I'm a big Peter Cetera fan um, from Chicago. Uh, I, I think I'm just. Uh, <laughs> I'm a sappy dude, I guess. So, yeah, you're just a different cat. Yeah. So I, I really am. When they, you know, listen, I'm really an introvert. I don't, I don't like the attention, but on LinkedIn, people say you love the attention. I don't, but I, I'm out there because that's what it is. So I, I'm, I'm happy saying I'm a, I'm a Debbie Gibson fan. Not, not Deborah, Debbie. Debbie. There's a difference. Different people? <laughs> yes, they are. So how does an introvert become such an important figure for the military community on social media? I know it was needed because when I went through my transition, it wasn't, it wasn't hard for me, but I had things in the, already in, in order. So one of the reasons why I actually um, retired so quickly, and it was, well, I say quickly, but I spent 25 years in the military, it was quickly because one day I woke up and my, my brother's son was dying, my wife's dad was dying. I said, I, I can't commit 100% to everything anymore. So I said, I think I'm going to retire now. And I, I was done working in two months, retired in six months. Um, so that, that led me to a, a bunch of other things. But I know transition is hard for military. That's why I had to get out of my shell, be the person that I think we needed in the community. And that's what it was. So that's, that's why I did it. How does it make you feel then to know that you have a whole wake of people in your trail carrying the same torch as you? I like seeing more people engage on LinkedIn and, and sharing information, sharing experiences because it lessens my burden. So the more people that will be on there and share their experiences, give their tips, top five, top ten tips, you know, and just show people you care, it lessens what I have to do. So I appreciate everyone I see on LinkedIn doing more content. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't have to work nearly as hard anymore, That's right. right. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, we got a couple minutes left here on Signal Fire Radio. Mr. Quick, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, what is the best way for them to do that? LinkedIn. Okay. <laughs> Matt Quick. Yeah, so it's Matt Quick, and I have got a green background, so you can't miss me, but it's, it's really LinkedIn backslash IN, which means individual, backslash Matt-Quick. That's all it comes down to. Or just search Matt Quick, and there's, there's 27,000 of us. Just keep scrolling. Yeah. There's only, there's only one, though. <laughs> there might be 27,000, but there's only one. Dude, thank you for coming on. Hope that you'll join us again sometime in the future. Absolutely. Right. All right. Next time you get those next four letters of a designation, we'll have you back on, whatever that'll be. I'll work hard for it then. All right, brother. I love it. Uh, Codename Apache, anything that you would like to say as we end the show? No, I mean, I think this is awesome. Phenomenal information. A lot of people, especially transitioning, they go on LinkedIn, but they don't do much with it because that's what we're told in TRS, create a LinkedIn, and then you just kind of forget about it, because that's what I did. I had to open LinkedIn for two years until I realized LinkedIn is actually the best place to actually get a job, to market, to network. And until you realize that, then you're kind of in this hole, I feel like, you know? And here you are. And you put up a new profile picture the other day, so you're on your way to all-star status. I did. I what? pay attention. I actually am all-star. I've been all-star for the past two All-star in our hearts and on the internet. I Matt, Myla, anything you want to add, buddy? I appreciate I, I didn't know three-quarters of the details that Matt shared with us. Yeah. Um, like, I feel like we should be selling this show. We, this should not be going off on the radio waves for free. You think we should? Hey, good news. We do have a sponsor. They're going to start next week. But to that point, we have a paid advertiser. 
for this gig. We do. Yeah, we do. Looking forward to that. Me too, buddy. Me too. All right. Matt, I love you, buddy. Love you. Love you, too. Paige. Love, love you, too, you. Apache. Matt Quick. And to our other buddy, Evan Anderson, who was woefully underrepresented in this episode. We miss you, Evan. We can't wait to see you. The Muscle Hamster. Evanescence, all sorts of great nicknames. Uh, if you enjoyed this, we ask that you will please subscribe to the podcast version of this show and give us a five-star review. Honestly, we talked a lot about social media here. We are not in it because it makes us feel good uh, that you like it or that you comment or that you share it. We do this because we hope that it will reach somebody when they need it the most. And much like the three people that I'm in the room with right now, we can all help each other grow from it. So if you enjoyed what you heard here today, please go subscribe to Signal Fire Radio on your favorite podcast platform. Connect with us on social media. Go to signalfire.media and buy a t-shirt. You will not be disappointed. All proceeds of our t-shirt sales go to Suiting Warriors. And you're instantly jacked and tan. And you are instantly jacked and tan. That is just science. Matthew, thank you so much for that sign-off. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, I am your host, Rob Renz. From my buddies, Matt Mylott and Evan Anderson, the Muscle Hamster, this is another completed episode of Signal Fire Radio. We will see you right here the exact same time next week. Until then, go be a Signal Fire in your community.